This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. I had to get this podcast rolling on a positive note to get all the negative vibes out of the window. Good vibes. Good podcast. It's me, Basement Jar. Been here with you guys for God knows how many episodes. What are you even doing with your life? With me as always, a dependable, reliable, forgetful Rich DeRiz. What are what number are we on? It's three hundred eighty something, I think. Three hundred ninety something. Well, I I could excuse your ignorance for like haven't edited a podcast or listened to the podcast that you're a part of. Uh, for various reasons, uh, as the one who actually does the editing, if you can call it that, is this is episode 392 wow. of the Basement Bookers podcast. The last episode was 391, the WrestleMania of the summer. Yes. All right. 392. That's a lot. It's a lot of hours. Well, if you average it out, like at least two, I say it averages out to two hours an episode. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I don't. I'm not a fucking mathematician. Close, let's say somewhere around eight hundred hours. Yep, two hundred more hours, and maybe we can uh, make money. I hope. Cause Love that's to. a thousand. Yeah. So you mentioned before, before, before we get to the news, before we get to the news, I would like to thank our. Tribal Chief, the head of the table, Mr. Roman Reigns, for, of course, allowing us this time and this platform with which to discuss all of the news of the week with you, our listeners. Uh, I, too, would like to acknowledge the Tribal Chief, but I let you go first because I would also like to say that uh, putting the word Mr. Uh, before the tribal's name, the Tribal Chief's name is a little disrespectful because demigods don't have Mr. in front of their name. Just saying. I didn't know he was a demigod. When he might as happen? well be. He Doesn't might as he well is. be. Uh, listen, I don't think you understand the reverence in which I speak of the tribal chief. He is more than a man. He is more than a man. He is more. We're, you, you are a man. I, I am. am a man. He's a capital M. Just almost on the cusp of a deity. Just about. But the fact that he could feel pain uh, is the only thing that really puts him close to us, mortal mm. beings, and that he can die, and that he bleeds, and he can get sick. But he could defeat illnesses. You know, it's just, it's, a, it's an unbelievable thing. Indeed. Do you remember when Seth was doing the man? I remember when Seth was a man. Hmm. Before the drip. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but, um, you know, don't you have a thing that you do before the podcast goes to the, like, really good stuff? I do. So let's talk about the news. The obvious, if, I mean, if, if, if you're in tune at all with the wrestling community, the obvious biggest news of the week is the sad, unfortunate passing of uh, Daphne. Uh, she passed away this week at the age of 46. Uh, after she was streaming on Instagram Live with what appeared to be a pistol, 
and while reading her own suicide note and in it she said that she wanted her brain donated for CTE testing um Mark who is used to be the impact correspondent for the show uh said he was watching her live and it was uncomfortable and disturbing to watch um I know he was a he used to be a he was a big WCW fan. He liked WCW Nitro more than he liked Raw, whereas we were watching Raw. But I, like, I would watch WCW pretty much any chance I could get. Um. So according to Wikipedia, the Gwinnett County PD's police records indicate the cause of death was an apparent gunshot wound to the chest. Um, I didn't see anything come up in in the news, so I didn't I didn't grab this. But I I read on Twitter last night um, a friend of hers who was also in the wrestling business. I just can't remember her name offhand. Um, had said that there was an incident at the at her apartment where uh, police were trying to get to her to her apartment, but the uh, the building management was more concerned about. Um, her privacy rights and delayed the police's arrival. I'm not trying to say that that played a part or allowed her the time to commit this act, but I think a larger story might emerge from this. And either way, it's a it's a terrible, sad story. And anyone listening, if you need help, please speak to someone. I feel like there is always light at the end of the tunnel. I don't believe, personally, I've ever... I've certainly never felt depression to the point of um, a suicide attempt. But I'm, I, I know people that have. And there's always someone that cares so please reach out to someone or one of the suicide hotlines many are available i would certainly i i mean if i could literally go the rest of my life without reporting on a suicide or death i would absolutely love it but uh unfortunately this is the way of the world well you know rich i um when I started the podcast with positivity, uh, I really, um, I really sound like an asshole now, thanks to you. And of course, you just go out of your way to bury me. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time alone uh, yesterday trying to process uh, this horrible uh, tragedy. Um, and I don't, I don't have anything to say that would add to it um, that I'm comfortable with. So I Mm -hmm. just want to say that I can't comment any further on this because then I can't do the podcast. Exactly. I can't can't talk about stuff like this without bringing up my own stuff, and I'm trying to do a podcast here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to do this podcast, uh, but thank you for that. You know, you're a good friend, but it is big news and it's very important. And I, I and more like the word big is not good. It's very sad. And I don't think, I don't think that the, uh, 
I don't know, and I can't speculate, but I, I, I don't think at this point anyone could have stopped what happened because if, if you are hurt and you're feeling, and it's sometimes I, I think there wasn't going to be anything to stop her. You know, mm-hmm. it, I don't think it was a cry for help. I think it was, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't want to, I can't talk about it any further. Now I have to go for the next, like, hour talking about stupid shit that doesn't matter. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll, like, I'll, the, I only, mean... the only real thing in this podcast was the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just turtles on the way down. No, there's there's one there's at least one other real thing. We'll, we'll Rich Riz can continue to bum us out further. Uh, and uh, when I put the when I do the description of the podcast, I'll be sure to put the suicide prevention hotline down for anybody uh, if they want to use it. Thank you. Um, mental illness is not a joke. You don't have period. to tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling. I'm stating that for our listeners. I'm letting them know that they don't have to tell me either. Cool. <laughs> um, more, un- unfortunately, more sad news. This, is, I mean, this isn't anyone that we had really heard of, but Rikishi posted on Twitter about his 16-year-old oh, niece, Jesus Christ, Jada. Jesus Christ, man. I'm guess I'm guessing that's the pronunciation that that she was killed in a shooting in the Bayview neighborhood of San Francisco, and that the San Francisco PD is offering a fifty thousand dollar reward for. Any information on any of the events that might have led to that? Okay, so first, I ha- full disclosure, I have a history of mental illness, and I am also a father of, to a 16-year-old. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Like, this when is... I heard about that, by the way, I fucking cried. Oh, man. I cried. I was so sad. Now I have to do the next... 50 minutes of this, maybe, if that, talking about shit that doesn't fucking really matter at the end of the day. God, this is such a brutal, brutal week of news here. Like, first you come in with the with the, with the the right hook, knowing that I fully expect it, and then you, you just come here with the jab. Obviously, I don't box. I'm just throwing things out there. Maybe like a karate chop. I hate your guts. <laughs> I want you to know that. You specifically. I know. It's just a terrible, awful tragedy. Awful. Absolutely. And and, and and it wouldn't have happened if, you know, if if people were more kind and weren't inclined to do these horrific things. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the, the animals responsible for this, because that's what they are. Are brought to justice. Agreed. Um. So, I hope that's the last of the tragic news that I need to report on this week and honestly ever. If we can move on from that, um, can we? I would. Yes, I would like. I think we both would love to. Uh, at NWA Empower last week, Awesome Kong. Uh, announced her retirement from wrestling. Uh, so oh my I, god! Don't tell me she has diabetes or something. No, she didn't say. She, um, in an interview recently, she said, she, um, or after Empower, she said she she was um looking for a way to retire for a while. Like she was kind of she was she had apparently 
been thinking about retiring for a couple, I guess, a couple of years now. I guess maybe with the success of Glow. I mean, unfortunately, got canceled. Isn't she an actor now? She she is doing acting. Um, I don't know if there's anything currently right now that she's in. I didn't look that up, but um, we we both watched all the seasons of Glow, and she was great. Yeah, so, ho- my I'm, favorite I'm... is Liberty Bell. <laughs> um. What a, what a good show! I'm I'm sorry it ended. I, I I mean I would love if if maybe another production company would just pick it up and finish I, finish it off. I think sometimes it's okay. Like at, at first I was very upset when I found out, but then it it can can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, sorry, it was like an audio glitch or something. Hmm. But I think sometimes it's good for like a a, a show to just go out gracefully. I think that ending, um, if they wanted to come back to it at a later date, as you suggested, maybe they could like do like a, you know, they could do like a, a reunion thing where that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's co- kind of like in real life. Um, sometimes a show these it's okay. Like you know, for example, I don't know, that's randomly like Brooklyn Nine Nine. You know, mm-hmm. that show should have ended. Uh, last season, uh, because it was bare it, towards the end, it was just you know usually when there's a, a a spoiler alert, but like you know a baby, mm-hmm. you know comes it, it like no no disrespect, but like it ruins shows like when like characters hook up that it's like oh finally they hook it up and you know it's just like it just goes downhill. I don't know what it is. It just happens. It, it, it happens changes. to bones. Uh, it ha- uh, I didn't really watch it. My wife did, but she told me that it happened to this TV show called Castle on ABC. It it just happens. I believe you know? Mad About You ended the season that the baby was born. Also, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta just gotta wrap it up. You know, if you want to do stuff like that, you save that for like the very end. Mm-hmm. You know. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm sure right. they're out there, but it's just not great, you know? And that's just my opinion, and apparently it's most people's opinions. If you look at the ratings and the data, that could probably be provided for you, you know, by that. But only the hardcores of the hardcores, you know, stay. Yeah. it's uh, my... There's a reason that Supernatural was, like, on for, like, 15 years or whatever it was, like a long time. No kids. It, you know, yeah. Like, they didn't do that stuff. I figure it's it, 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 there's probably a dynamic with the characters, and then once you have an established dynamic, and then you add a baby, it changes the dynamic. Just I mean, just like in real life, if you think about it, any like anyone becoming a first-time parent, their entire social schedule is completely changed. Okay, so it, take it back. Uh huh. Supernatural, there was no baby, but they did wind up with, like, a grown man that, like, like he was a child, but he grew fast because he was, like, a Nephilim, which is uh, the child of a, a, a demon and an angel. And But they worked it into the thing really well. It was almost like three men and a demon, hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. It, it, but it, it did what it had to do. Like, you could feel that's like, listen, this time, you know, so... There's that, but yeah, okay. I really, any that. R- really any change of a cast is going to change the dynamic of a show. Yeah, it's the it's the poochie. Yeah, 
It's like the Poochie, I, like in The Simpsons. Everybody who hasn't seen The Simpsons, you know, welcome from under that rock. Yeah, but, I don't know, you know the Poochie reference. They, I, th- they, I think of Aunt Viv. You're, yeah, there's, but no, because they just swapped out a character. It's still the same character. It's not like they added the character. That character was always there. It's True. Like you, it you, still changes the dynamic. No, but you're not listening. Listen, in the Simpsons episode, it was itchy and scratchy, and they're like, we got to do something. And they added Poochie, and Poochie was voiced by Homer. And, like, I don't know what happened, but, like, it turned out to be not as good. Mm. Like, maybe it was, like, a contract thing, and he wanted more or whatever. And they're like, they did, like, some bootleg, like, terrible animation was, like, and then... I must go now. I must return to my home planet. And it is like they literally like move the cell of Poochie, if you know animation, like mm-hmm. slowly up to space. And I he was never seen that. or heard from again. Yeah, probably. I think he showed it to me. Probably. I, I don't know. If you just YouTube it, you can find it. Mm-hmm. Or Disney Plus, unless you're poor like me. But I do have Disney Plus. I just wanted to throw in that I was poor so you guys could like make this podcast rich. Yes, Like please. Rich to Riz. I wish. Also, like when Chelsea Pretty left Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, but uh, changed in, it, but didn't ruin it. Yeah, in the defense of that, that character was wearing thin on me. Like it's just she did the right thing when she did. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you know, like the character was great, and then I was like, okay, let's hmm. let's goodbye, see ya. Here's the wacky one. Yeah, it's like we know, yeah. we know. Just okay. Do a wacky thing. All right. Hit yourself so, in the face with a pie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty. So back to the wrestling stuff. Uh, multiple sources are confirming that Adam Cole Bebe is officially done with WWE, and since his contract officially expired a few months ago, he does not have a no compete clause in effect. So he could show up at All Out if he is going to AEW, or we really don't know. I mean, I figure AEW has kind of a lot going on right now with Punk pending Daniel Bryan allegedly, pending Bray Wyatt possibly. No, he's going to AEW. He is, but there's no, there hasn't been official confirmation. Does it need to all. be? I agree. Like, if, I if you're like a basement booker, also if you have a brain in your head or a pulse or like no like if you like what I say, a basement booker is like you know all these things because mm-hmm. you've, you've obtained this knowledge, uh, albeit useless and won't really help you in life unless it's a uh, question on jeopardy. But you know that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it will. I don't know. Maybe someday. A you know what? What's the promotion that was buried by AEW forever? Uh, anyway, um, what was I going to say? But you knew it was going to happen. Look, his girlfriend's there. His friends are there. You know, he did ROH. He doesn't need to go there. Like, you know, onward and upwards. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, right now, AEW is looking to be, uh, because of CM Punk mostly, uh, where the cool kids uh, are going to go. Yeah, and I'll be honest. CM Punk being there and all these other big names coming in that I am tremendous fans of, I am buying all out. I'm watching this. I'm watching it live, and they they got me. If if that was their goal, they got me. I feel like this is a this is a, sort of a good um, measuring stick 
to say that yes they are getting more viewers they're getting more buys automatically with the addition of CM Punk with the pending additions of Daniel Bryan Adam Cole Bray Wyatt this is huge all right I, hold on I gotta write the timestamp here uh, so I can clip this for after the pay-per-view for when it's the disappointment uh, that comes just in case just in case I'm not so we can just throw that in Okay, so I'm not saying that this is going to be an amazing pay-per-view. I'm not saying that they're all debuting this pay-per-view. Probably, probably none of them are debuting this pay-per-view because they want. They, I feel like it would be smart for them to ride the wave of CM Punk before they throw in a new wave. You know, oh, what I'm, I'm not saying? suggesting that. I'm okay. just, I'm just wondering how you'll feel after you spent the money. You know, it's one thing like we used to. Like uh, I don't remember the last time that I had to pay for a pay-per-view because of the WWE network of course I can't uh, remember either but I'll, so I'm trying I mean, to the think. reason we became friends was because I had the ability to do it for free so I don't know all those years ago and even not paying for, for allegedly mm-hmm. you know I would still be upset at how like bad a thing is you know I remember the missing cue listen we don't need to bring up things, you know. Everybody, <laughs> we learn and we grow, and you know, we g- grow up into like adults, sort of, you know. And we do things differently, and save, save the rage for, uh, you know, what the world is doing to, you know, to us. Or do like my stepson did after breaking a keyboard. He kept the broken keyboard around for when he feels the need to break a keyboard, and he could just go to that and break it more. That's good. I also recommend putting your head through a wall. Mm, I would not recommend that. I I didn't specify the walls in your apartment. Okay, good. You know, I I think these are all brick all around. Yeah, like that could do a lot of damage, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are rare cases where they might like learn a language, you know, (laughs) or maybe speak uh, fluent like Mandarin. I don't know. It's possible. Anything's possible. Or, you know, just become Sam Kennison, some kind of crazy comedian guy. I used you to know, be able to do know. to kind of do the voice, but I can't now. That's okay. We're not asking you to do that. You're not our clown. You know, hmm. you're not here to perform magic tricks. You only have room for one clown. Indeed. So let's, you know. You're the voice guy. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to do Kennison. But okay. I'm ready for this whatever's next all right next is uh gable stevenson tweeted earlier today quote just put the pen to paper leading to a lot of speculation that he assigned to deal with wwe or stevenson of course the olympic gold medalist in wrestling from this year it could be that and i i think it's a high possibility or he could be signing his check at applebee's yeah, you know, I mean, we, he, could we, we be absolutely, he could be absolutely trolling, but I feel like the IWC is talking about it enough that it had to get mentioned here. So there it is. No, I hear you. It could be that. It's a good get. Uh, but not everybody's Kurt Angle. So we'll see. Indeed. I mean, Kurt was... He picked up on it so damn quickly. But we, we know this. He's a damn Hall of Famer. Yeah, but it's one thing... To be an Olympic gold medalist, mm-hmm. and it's another thing to be a WWE superstar. 
Correct. Especially with, you know, how it is. And I'm not saying that based on him, you know, because I, I haven't seen him do anything. Um, I'm saying it based, you know, on the cooks. Yep. You know, the cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You could be you could be the best tomato, but if you got you got these freaking meatheads who don't know how to make good sauce, it's not your fault. You're just a tomato. Yep. That's actually a great analogy. Thank you. Welcome. Um sort of on that topic though, um I read an interview with Samoa Joe. Apparently, Joe is an active scout for WWE still. Well, yeah, that I didn't read it. I saw it in a promo that he did. Hmm. He was being interviewed by Wade Barrett, I think, on the last episode of NXT or the one before that. And he said that when he was going to go, uh, ready, and when he won the match, he wasn't even, like, really ready because, like, he wasn't sleeping or nothing because he was in... He, he, like, that day or weekend or something, he was scouting new talent for WWE. Yeah, so I, maybe you were looking at your phone or not no, no, paying the, attention. Or no, what? there was a, there was a, I saw that, but being oh, okay. you know being on TV, I'm taking anything that is said or shown to me with a grain of salt. You know, I'm not just going to believe. Oh, he's a scout. Oh, I believed every word he said because mm-hmm. he's Samoa Joe. So when he says something like that, I believe him. Like I don't like it's very real, and I. Mm-hmm. You know, so obviously you've just confirmed this. So I think you need to learn to believe Samoa Joe. I'm okay with that being the lesson here. Yeah, it's a good lesson. All right. So speaking of NXT, regarding the pending rebrand, Brian Alvarez uh, noted that those in charge of the booking won't change, but that Vince and Bruce Prichard will primarily be in charge of the marketing, promotion, and direction of the brand. The WrestleVotes Twitter account added that the day-to-day duties in NXT will stay with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Matt Bloom, and William Regal. The, the look of the show will slowly work up to the WWE level. They're basically going to uh, increase the production value. Meltzer later confirmed this, adding that the changes are, are due to NXT's viewership not improving after moving to Tuesday unopposed, while Raw, SmackDown, and Dynamite's viewerships have been increasing. Well, I, I, I don't think you should really blame I, I don't think it's it's on NXT and like and I can only imagine like Vince like say like this this looks like some some bingo hall shit. We need some mm-hmm. lights in here or something. I, I can only I could just hear Vince McMahon say bingo hall shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. But look, I I don't know. Is it Kevin Dunn? Who made the unicorn throw up? Did he have to put his fingers in its mouth? I don't know. Uh, because it's obvious that the New Day unicorn is being abused. And I think Peter's going to have something to say about this. Not that they're good people because they're assholes too. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, uh, after all, if if look, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm not going to stop watching NXT. Uh, but I don't know what the point of that was. But... If he, if they're just trying to make it like brighter and, you know, fine. If that helps the product, sure. But I don't understand. Like, did they just like do? They laid off like catering. I think like they have to eat arena food, and I think they cut production budget too. So like, how are they doing this? I, I have. No it's idea. weird. 
Mm-hmm. It's weird that they're cutting like production stuff on their main stuff, but like somehow NXT is not going to suffer from that. I don't, I don't understand this. They closed uh, NXT Japan or the Japan thing. Yeah, I I don't know exactly what that was, unless it was like because you know how Kyrie Sane and I don't know who else is sort of a WWE ambassador in Japan. I don't know what exactly was happening there. I know there's there's a tour of Japan that WWE had was planning that is now canceled. But beyond that, um I don't know what that was. Look, I I don't know who else is very over in Japan. So maybe they can come over here and uh maybe we can get another star to NXT. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who else if you're out there we you know, were looking the, for that interview. Um, I wonder if, according to Nick Khan, if WWE is still sort of in talks with New Japan to sort of strike some sort of agreement. Probably not. Maybe that's what they're sort of referring to. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, it might be that New Japan wants I don't know who else for their brand. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to here. So, look, I don't know, man. It's it's very interesting. Lots of speculation. So I have one bit of news that is for All Out. Uh, it's actually already been announced, so it's it's not tremendous news if you're paying attention. But I also have, due to the rebrand, and remember, I think we reported last week that um, Vince doesn't want to sign anyone, any other indie guys. He, has, he doesn't want to sign anyone with wrestling experience, and they don't want to sign anyone over 30 anymore. Shit. So I right. got the no wrestling experience. There you, there you go. So I have the ages of just about everyone in NXT listed here. If men wanna... and women. So he's not a creep. Right. Everyone. Yeah, men and women. Um, for the women, I kind I kind of scaled it also because like I did a little bit of color coding of like, okay, so red, you're over forty, so you're probably on the chopping block. 35 to 40 is like, hmm. I probably should have asked you to just figure out what the median is. Oh, crap. So it's kind of late for that. Hmm, so, it is. Uh, you do what it is that you intended to do, and I won't interrupt you. All right, so, let, so, let's, so let's start with the men's ages. Starting at over 40, Danny Burch is going to turn 40 this December 31st. Hachiman, who we have not seen wrestle yet, he's only like a crony slash trainer sort of thing for Diamond Mind, is 41. And Samoa Joe is the oldest person on the NXT roster at 42. I didn't know he was 42. I know he has like 18 years experience or something crazy. I just, I didn't know him. he was 42. I think you forgot because we were discussing it on the road to him returning to the ring. When he came back to NXT as the GM and we were speculating on who he would wrestle. I can say with 100% certainty that I forgot that. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving to 35 to 40. Um, move, uh, going down in age. LA Knight will be 39 on November 1st. Drake, Maverick, Kushida, Roddy, and Timothy Thatcher are all 38. Robert Stone will be 38 on October 1st. Dexter Loomis, Santos Escobar, and Saurav, he is the member of um, Indushare that is left there, are all 37. Tomas Champa is 36. Oni Lorcan will turn 36 December 21st. 
Joaquin Wilde will turn 35 on October 5th. And Joe Gacy, Johnny Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly are all 34. Um, and everyone else, every other man there is 33 or under. Going down to... I'm going to talk about the guys that are in a good range right now. James Drake is 28, Cameron Grimes, Carmelo Hayes, Nash Carter, Odyssey Jones, and Pete Dunn are all 27. Boa and Wesley are both 26. Austin Theory and Trey Baxter are both 24. And Ashanti, the Adonis, is the future at age 20. He is the youngest confirmed talent. Uh, there, are two, there are two women on the roster. J.C. Jane and Zeta Ramir, whose ages I do not know. I was not able to find them. Female wrestlers from top down. Frankie Monet will be 38 on October 22nd. Candice LeRae, who we know is out on maternity leave at the moment, will be 36 later this month on the 29th. Uh, Dakota Kai, Ember Moon, Caden Carter, and Zia Lee are all 33. Jesse Kamei will be 33 on October 10th. Io Shirai, Casey Catanzaro, Mandy Rose are all 31. Raquel Gonzalez is 30. B-Fab and Mei Ying are roughly 30. Wasn't able to get exact dates of birth on them. Couldn't get exact date of birth on Electra Lopez either. I don't even know if she's appeared on NXT TV yet, but she's around 29. Kaylee Ray is 29. Zoe Stark is 27. Indy Hartwell and Saray are both 25. Gigi Dolan is 24. And Cora Jade is 20. Those are the ages of everyone in NXT. Wow, what a mouthful. I hope I got through that quickly enough to not put anyone besides Jerry to sleep. Well, I said I wouldn't interrupt. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to do with that. I'm glad to have that, though. I would say that a lot of those people are not going to have jobs soon. Yeah. the And I say that with a heavy heart and also someone who doesn't have a job. So I'm just, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't think, that's right. You guys know this. I don't think. So my suggestion is that let's make some roster cuts. And move some people off of NXT that they, like, give them a chance to shine on WWE TV. Yeah, I feel like... Um, Without maybe... changing their gimmick. God yeah, I, I I think everyone that uh, Vince plans on cutting just based on their age, I think they should all get one shot to do something along the lines of what they did with Cesaro with the these four ropes thing, where it's like... Go out there, cut a promo, and convince me why I should keep you. Within character and within the storyline that you're given. Make yeah. it work, or see you later. Yeah, Zazaro is really floundering right now. It was like they, he had that nice little injection, mm-hmm. and then he got destroyed by the tribal chief, and it's like, well, I guess that was his shot, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't it's know. It's like, oh, back with Seth again. I mean, I, at least we know we're going to get some good matches, but... You know. Well, it doesn't look like Edge is done with Seth Rollins either, though. If you had ended that statement with, it doesn't look like Edge is done, I think it kind of would have had 
the same effect. He's not at the level of where I want him to go away like I want Christian and Sting to go away. But, it's like, I, I'm glad you got to live your dream again. You know, I'm, I'm glad you're, you got to finish this up your way, but when are you finishing this up your way? Well, once he's done here, I think he'll sign with AEW eventually. Like, he looks like a guy that would do that. I'm not well, saying that I agree. I'm just saying that, like, as an artist, which I think that's what Edge is supposed to be, mm -hmm. why not? I don't know what his current deal is. Hmm. Unless I mean, he wants to, like, stay on with that, like, Legends deal. I don't even know if they do that. Like, it depends on with all the money they're trying to save. They might not even do that anymore. It's true. Well, I mean, they, they just freed up Ric Flair money and everything. Of course, you know, you got Brock, but Saudi Arabia's coming up. Yeah, but it's interesting that Saudi Arabia's coming up, but they're making cuts. You know what I'm saying? But they got Brock. I hear you, mm -hmm. but I, I, I just think that, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the last Saudi Arabia is, like, Vince's, like, Brock Lesnar money. You know, I, I don't know, honestly. And I, if people say that Brock Lesnar is a response to CM Punk, I really think Brock was coming back regardless. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. it, it was. I I think he was just waiting for there to you know be people around. Mm -hmm. Like to me, he's a guy. As much as he doesn't like people, it's like well, it's not real to me. It's not real wrestling if there's no people around. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Like and and maybe he feeds off of that energy. Yeah, you need people to react to Brock. Like, Brock is impressive on his own, of course. I don't want to take away from his outstanding ability. But without having, like, a person's reaction, like, you know, the guy on his head, oh my god, with his hands on his head, you know? It's like, yeah. it's it's not the same without that. Yeah, it, it, it's not. Like I, I'm pretty sure once he does step in the ring uh, on Friday, if you want to, like, compare... Like, you can't really compare because he's not wrestling, but compare Brock Lesnar in a ring with, like, nobody uh, when he wrestled uh, Drew, and then, like, a Brock who's, like, surrounded. You'll know the energy. Like, you'll see it's just different. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know if he'll still be bearded, but, you know, we'll see. But uh, I, I don't know when that match is going to be because there's probably a reason he kept the shirt on, is all I'm saying. Mm. Could be. Um, there were, there were some reports that, that say that Brock was brought back earlier than they had originally planned. I still don't think it's in response to CM Punk. They're, they're two very different things. There are different demographics that want each, you know, I don't think it's a response to Punk. We will never know. Uh, unless we do, but we still won't. Um, moving on to AEW, um, Pack vs. Andrade is off of the all-out card due to apparently Pack having travel issues, and so Tony Khan said that is going to be moved to a future episode of Rampage, from a pay-per-view to Rampage. You know, I, I gotta be honest, though, like, this is the third week of Rampage, I think, or fourth? Uh-huh, I'm and waiting. They got, they have a high, relatively high-profile match um don't ask me what it was but 
it was relatively high profile. So I, I feel like they're trying to keep Rampage having like at least one high profile match per week. Um, but the fact that it's an hour, the fact that it's after prime time, it, it's it's a weird feel, you know. Yeah. But is it a B show, Rich? I mean, I think I think I'd still consider it a B show. I think you need to get yourself out of that antiquated thinking, especially when you were proven wrong about CM Punk debuting on this so-called B show. Listen, we've all been wrong about something. Uh, that's a pretty big wrong, you know. That doesn't necessarily mean. I, I, I just think that you you have yourself trained. Like and and me too. I fell into that too because the, at, at some point that's what they refer to SmackDown, and that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like that's their words. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think we need to do our own thing. You know, and see it like through your own eyes. So, but but we can agree that Dark and Dark Elevation are B shows. I could agree that I have not watched a single episode of Dark Elevation. Same. Uh, I don't know when it is. I think it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not, if you don't think it's good enough to be on TV, then I guess we'll have to watch them on Rampage or Dynamite. You know what I mean? Right. And that's no disrespect because you made it to TV. Or you've already done more than me. I'm just saying that as someone who understands that there's a limited amount of time on this dirt spheroid, uh, I'd rather not. Right. You know what I mean? I am already dumb. My brain doesn't have enough room. Mm-hmm. Same. I mean, we know. I'm not saying that wrestling makes me dumb. I'm just saying I need... To I need my hard drive is partitioned. I need things. Mm-hmm. You need time to defrag. I need time, and honestly, I wouldn't even talk about whatever's on there. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I feel like we can jump straight into All Out, which is coming up this Sunday on Bleacher Report here in the U.S. on Fight TV outside the U.S. All out of what? Like chips? All out of Cheetos? I think it's chips. Like potato chips? Uh, Casino chips. Well, if you're all out, then why are you... What are you doing, man? That's it. They're, you know, they're they're doing the thing where, you know, you wipe your hands and you walk away from the table. It's like, this this is all I got. They're going to leave it all out on the table. They're going all out. They're leaving it all in the ring. This Sunday... Right. I think I'm ready for this. Good. So they have a pre-show, which is going to be on AEW's YouTube channel. Uh, they're calling it the buy-in, which they call all their pre-shows. Um, the only match set for the pre-show is a 10-man tag match between Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta, and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Hardy Family Office, which is Matt Hardy, Private Party, and TH2. Uh, the feud between Matt Hardy and Orange Cassidy has been heating up. Matt Hardy had his nose broken last week, as we saw. 
it was not pretty. My guess he's going to be wearing a face thing. And mm -hmm. I hope that Jack Evans doesn't kill himself. Doing the we thing. all we all hope and also poor choice of words considering what we discussed earlier in the podcast, dude. Apologies. Can you save that for another time? <laughs> but yes, we want everyone to be safe. I hope Jack Evans does not injure, injure himself, himself or someone badly, else. Right, in an attempt of a flippy thing that is going to go awry. Absolutely. And of course, if if, if drink responsibly, as always, if you plan on to with the Tope uh, drinking game. Yes. It's very dangerous. And I definitely wouldn't recommend a super kick drinking game in the Bucks match, which would be on the main card. I gave you a chance to throw in your little joke that you texted in the messenger and you didn't take it. You did give me that chance, but I don't remember the joke. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm not doing your material. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Good. Don't don't give me any reminders because I'm. He not said something lame like "Tope Ew." Oh wow! I forgot about that. You had your opportunity, and it's gone forever. <laughs> it is. All right. Uh, ten man tag. Uh, I feel like private part the. HFO is probably going to win by shenanigans. Yeah, you know, I, this is I think... not for the belt, by the way. What belt? Uh, the basement championship. Oh, obviously. I thought like there was some kind of like title involved in this match. Nah, they don't have a ten man tag title yet. Yeah, the the uh, the champion of the basement chooses not to defend his championship uh, on AEW. That might change in the future. But that will depend on their further performances. Mm -hmm. So, interestingly... By the way, who do you got for this match? The baby faces. Alrighty. Um, so, Pack vs. Andrade was supposed to be on the buy-in. Uh, when that got cut, uh, this 10-man this tag got moved to... The buy-in. The buy-in. Uh, so I guess the first match at least listed for the main show is the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale. Hold on. Before you do the competitors, I think it worked out better that the buy-in it has that 10-man match. I agree. Mm -hmm. As opposed to Andrade and Pac, which to me is a better match. Same. I was actually looking forward to seeing that. Me too. I, Pac is awesome. Andrade is very good in the ring. And there's heat behind that. Like, this is like, eh, Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. Eh. Andrade was going to go over. I well, imagine so. Well, this is a blood feud, literally. Mm-hmm. So. It is, but I can't I can't remember. It's been a while since I, since I gave a crap about Matt Hardy. His character has changed. Like, I know he's been on this Money Matt thing for a while now. This but... Money Matt is... And which is it's, it's it's really weird. It's funny to say this, but considering like what I'm about to say, it's it's watered down. Mm -hmm. You know, it's there's just so much water on it. Like the Money Matt character, uh, for like the clips I've seen from Impact or TNA at the time, was really fun. It was very interesting. I liked it. 
Yeah, I think I wasn't I wasn't watching for that because it was Money Matt that uh, eventually started teaming with Jeff again, and then Jeff got Jeff broke his leg, and that that led to Broken Matt, which of course was you know Matt's really like kind of like breakout main event level kind of deal. Yeah, and then he took it to AEW, and it got too much water on it. Well, he brought it to WWE first after no, Jeff, I know. I think, got hurt again. I know, but mm. the impact the AEW version is watered. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which is why, if it wasn't, he wouldn't have stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, like the the WWEs, they tried, they basically tried to kill it. Which it seems to be like Vince's thing. Let me destroy it here, so it really can't do anything anywhere else. Well, they gave him a couple of cinematic matches at least. Yeah, but they weren't nearly as good as the original product. Right. You know, mm. the, like WWE versions of things, they're just so not that they're not as good. Yeah, because once they tried a WWE, and at that point, there there are too many cooks in the kitchen. It gets. And it gets a little, it gets a little sloppy. Like as far as WWE taking an idea, the the Boneyard match was the pinnacle. Yeah, like no, they, I, they they took the the idea in general of a cinematic match out, you know, in some outdoor backwoodsy setting, and that was great. It was great because it was Taker, and it was great because it was AJ. They should have stopped there. Yeah. In my opinion, that's where they should have stopped, um, for sure. And the thing with it is, like, here's the thing. The Matt stuff, because I didn't want to get off of that. That's why I had to stop, because I'll forget. But the Matt stuff, it's like it's like contrast. Like, if you take... WWE is like this high-budget operation, mm-hmm. right? The reason the broken stuff worked where it was before is because... Of the budget, like the budget of the main show was at WWE level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it didn't stick out like a nasty tack that you step on. You right. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say here? Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like um it's like a carpet, you know? It's like this really, really nice carpet, right? But it's not big because the room's small. You know what I'm saying? But if you take that carpet, you put this big-ass mansion, it's like, what is that doing here? Exactly. It, it it stuck out more on WWE because the look of it feels less refined. Yeah, and when they put their hands on some things, it just feels cold. Like, mm-hmm. there's no warmth in yeah. it. The, the, the Wyatt one was not great. They tried a thing, the uh, the one with uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. The Firefly Funhouse thing was interesting, fun, and wacky. Completely different, though, from the Boneyard match or from any of the broken stuff. Uh, I have an update on the news. Hmm. Um... He it, it's confirmed pretty much uh, according uh, on the website web is Jericho uh, shared on the Jericho Facebook page that Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson signed with WWE. So he wasn't signing his check uh, for the Applebee's 
it looks like uh, he's he's going to the Performance Center. Uh, he's going to begin his pro wrestling trainer training, and we'll see what happens, I guess. So let's uh, keep on trucking with this uh, all-out preview. So I'm looking at that. It has been confirmed that he's doing What's the con confirmation? I want to see the confirmation. I'm looking at that site that you just mentioned. It looks like pretty much all anyone is doing is citing that tweet. So let's let's check again. How many times you want to try to bury me? I'm sorry. In this podcast, it's unbelievable. You couldn't just move on. You just got to spit in my face, man. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's I, all I, right. I didn't mean that. That's okay. I'm just, okay. I'm good vibes here. I'm trying here. Let's do this. What's going on with this AEW pay-per-view that's going to be tomorrow? It's pretty exciting. Yeah, so next up is the 21 Women Casino Battle Royale. Now, typically, they will, like for the men's Casino Battle Royales, they will have uh, one entrant unnamed. And, you know, speculation, who is it going to be? And that person, you know, or maybe maybe a couple of them. And one of them, usually the 21st person, will win. Um, this time, everyone's named. So, competitors are Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kylan King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, Riho, and Sky Blue. All right, there's a lot of big names on there mm -hmm. for the show, but I really, uh, I think, I think that Statlander should win it. I think that she should win it. She's not listed. Well, well how come she had the match on Dynamite? And I she, thought that's because she was going to be in the thing. No, that's because she has a match against Britt Baker. Or is she Baker. wrestling Britt Baker? She's, okay. She's wrestling Britt for the uh, women's world title. So then it'll probably be Jade Cargo then. It could be Jade. Like, um, why would you have her lose that? Like, if you name everybody, it's like I get Thunder Rosa, but she had her match mm -hmm. against... You know, unless they're saving it for Jade to actually win the belt one day, in which case they just want to do... Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. But it looks like Thunder Rosa might be feuding with uh, Jade Cargill or, you know, the other people that beat her up on Dynamite. So mm -hmm. it's, it's very confusing. Indeed. See, I don't know enough about AEW. I'm trying to remember. That was uh, Nyla Rose, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they'll be doing their thing. Yeah, like, we have we haven't really seen Nyla competing. I guess she's probably been competing on Dark. Yeah, I I don't think she's gonna win. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Car I think Jade Cargill is a good choice. I think uh, Kira Hogan is also a good choice. I also like Julia Hart. I really like her, mm -hmm. but I don't see it. You know, I think she's gonna put up a fight, and it might be one of those things where it's like, could she witness? Excalibur voice. <laughs> By the way, Excalibur, nobody you nobody who's Latino uses Latinx. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop the shit. Yeah, I was I was a little cringe. That's something It's like a tick for me. It it, it, it sets me off. Like that's something you if anything you write instead of say. 
Nah, you man, know? that's that privileged white people shit. They try to change the language to suit their stupid agenda. Like, thinking that every, like, like every people is a monolith and, like, that's what everybody's into. It's like, nah, man. Stop that. So I, I could see it definitely being... It's, it's, it's the blue hair group, man. That's what I call them. I could see it kind of, kind of being, like, a, a whitewashing in a way because, you know, we white folk know that in the Spanish language, if it ends in an O, it's masculine, and if it ends in an A, it's feminine in most cases, and so Latino refers to men or both, and Latina refers to females, and so to say Latinx, it's sort of more inclusive, but I don't recall anyone asking for that inclusivity. Exactly. That's the thing. And like, and I, I like, look, like I said, we're not a monolith. I don't speak for everybody, mm-hmm. but that's just another example of the West trying to impose their bullshit on the rest of the world. Whitewashing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 100%. You know? <clears throat> Thank you. I didn't say that because it was, because it's not just that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it, it it's it's a lot, you know, and yeah. it, it's it, it it's you know whatever. Anyway, the, the, I yeah, there, there's a lot behind it. Yeah. Besides whitewashing, one hundred percent. Um. So for this match, I mean, I'd like to see Kira Hogan win it. I'd like to see her get an AEW contract. Uh, I was a fan of hers in TNA, uh, for a number of reasons. I think she's got definitely she definitely has talent. Uh, she's uh she's okay on the mic. She was getting better when I was watching Impact. I stopped watching Impact. I know she was uh, tag team champions for a while with Fire and Flava. I'm trying to remember her tag team partner's name. I can't offhand. It'd be really cool. If it was Flava Flav, but I know it's not. But I'm just it saying would, it would be really cool. It would would have been. They really would cool. do anything. They would do anything. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if she's gonna um help Diamante or vice versa. Because they're dating. Well, look, it's every man for himself, and they, woman, and right. they might even add that to the story if they're intelligent. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if that's confirmed in wrestling. Hmm. Like, is this kayfabe or not? You know, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll have to see. Um, we saw Anna J make her return this week, uh, and Rio. This is the first time we've seen Rio in quite a few weeks also oh no and sky blue is i believe in nwa so she's an nwa competitor in this reho might win it so since there's 21 women in it we can i figure we can pick three make three picks uh reho and jade cargo mm-hmm and uh, I guess you didn't mention her, so I guess she's not in it. Um, how about uh, I guess I I don't think Julia Hart's gonna win it, so I I I'm only going with oh Thunder Rosa. We can throw okay. her in there. All right, I'm gonna go Jade, Kira Hogan, or you know what, Jamie Hader. Yeah, I was. That's the one. I didn't. I for some reason, I guess because sometimes when you talk, I don't listen. I missed mm-hmm. her name because I was like 
trying to think about the other names as you're saying them. Ah. So it gets crossed. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at her and I'm like, but I don't think, I think it's too early for her to to have that tension with Brett Baker. She just came in as, as her heavy. Well, they don't say when she, when the winner of this gets the match against Brett against the winner of Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. But I know, but the match is still a match. It's still right. a possibility that could happen. Right. But um so since Jamie Hader has come in as her heater, which is only like two maybe three weeks ago. Could have been four, I don't even know at this point. My memory's terrible. Um What? Like no. she like when Britt does her DMD thing in promos and Rebel does it with her she hasn't been doing it. She's kind of been like, like. There's already a little bit of tension there. No, I think it's because she's serious. Maybe. I think the other one is just a silly sidekick, and that's not what she is. She's business, you yeah. know. Re- Rebel definitely is the the silly sidekick, and yeah. I, much as I would like better for her, she never really did particularly impress me in in the ring. I think her character work is better than her in ring work. So I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, the day that like they split and it'll eventually happen, like I don't know, I don't know what's next for her. You know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, she'll be on dark. Look, we don't know. Right. Who, 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 you know. So, moving on from the battle royale, uh, we have uh, just a match: John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, John Moxley. Yeah, Mox. I don't, I don't see uh, one of these New Japan guys coming in to face Mox on AEW turf, and Mox not going over. Um, and then sort of another obvious one, but it, maybe not. Paul White versus QT Marshall. Well, judging from what occurred on Dynamite this past Wednesday, I'm going to say QT Marshall is going to win this. Mm, really? Because I think uh, Gun Club's going to get involved. If mm. you recall, and probably not because you just said your memory's terrible, mm-hmm. Billy Gunn hit Big Show with a steel chair. In his he surgically repaired him. hip. Yeah. So there's something there, and I think they're going to wrestle. Hmm. So QT goes over here and... I don't know if it's going to be like one of those things where it's like a disqualification and show a win, you know? Or I'm sorry, no, Paul White, because there's no more BS. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I got to really say about that. But it doesn't look to me like it's going to be like a cut, like a regular match. I don't know. You know, unless he just KOs him right away and then comes Billy Gunn and Club. Mm. Yeah, it says uh, with Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado, it doesn't mention the gun club being there. So I guess they're sort of just like buddies, but not. Yeah, but I'm saying they can interfere. I'm not saying like they're part of the match. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to know what the reason behind that attack was, but I don't want any of the guns to talk because Billy's not great. And I imagine his kids aren't either. I so. think you'd be surprised because they're friends. So usually when friends are going to like do a feud or something like that, like you get good promo out of it because mm-hmm. there's history. 
when there's history, you have a, a, a very high potential of surprisingly good uh, mic work. I, I, I just suggest you don't, like, count them out just yet. All right. I'm hopeful. I want to be entertained. Speaking of entertaining, this is going to be a scrap. This is going to be rough. Chris Jericho fighting for his in-ring career against MJF, who has beaten him three times already. I don't know what Chris Jericho gains from beating MJF. Mm-hmm. Uh, but MJF can lose by disqualification. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Wardlow will get involved and get him disqualified, and it'll finally be them two feuding against each other. But finally pull the trigger on that, because mm. like Wardlow's not doing anything. That's a good way to protect MJF. Yep, from a loss and save Jericho's in-ring career. Exactly. I I I don't I don't think it's time for him just yet. Mm-hmm. I'm okay Unless it is. Uh, yeah, like I, I've I've said in the past that he looks like he should maybe get back on the DDP yoga, but you know, like he's still okay. He's not at Sting level yet. He's not at the point where you know I think he's going to injure himself in every match. So, uh, I, I mean, I think he can still go. I don't know if Jericho. I don't know where where his mind is at as far as uh, what he's thinking of his career. So. For some reason, you talking about Chris Jericho, it gave me a flashback to like when Monday Night Raw. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. When Monday Night Raw would do like um, like the the when they do like a versus thing, like say it's Chris Jericho versus Randy Orton, and it's like they do like a pose or whatever. They're moving, and then it turns into like a still a still picture. I remember kind of those. thing. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yep. I was thinking like, why is it that neither of us? Ever, because you could do video profiles for Facebook and stuff. Why neither of us did that? Hmm. You know, for like your profile picture, like just do it like a thing, like in wrestling, and then it'll just turn into a thing. That like <laughs> that's very interesting. I wonder. I I think why well, I, I never thought of it. I I never thought of it at all. But I mean, I could say that I was waiting until I was in better shape to do it. So. Well, you could always do like what I'm thinking. You could do like from your chest up, Mm -hmm. you know. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I got to figure out the logistics and whatnot. Maybe we could do it for the Booker's logo. That's going to be difficult. We'd have to like, you know, be around each other, you know. Eh, We have to figure out a thing. Yeah. Um, All right. So next up is... For the TNT Championship, God's favorite champion, Miro, defending against Eddie Kingston, who apparently uh, craps on Miro's God. Uh, Look, I think that, and this might be unpopular, uh, Miro's gonna win because he's he's on the Lord's side, and uh, Kingston is blasphemous. He's a blasphemous guy, you know. He's very, you know, he blasphemed. Mm-hmm. And look, Miro's God is our God, 
So, well, maybe not necessarily yours because you're a heathen and are going to burn in the deepest fires of hell. But shout out to Satan. Uh, you know, I guess we'll see. But that's that's what I'm going with. So I'm not. I'm inclined to agree. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, Eddie Kingston sells really, really well. And as far as his character, I don't think he needs a title. You know, he he's one of those guys. Like, he's as over as he wants to be. The fans love him. You know, he's really good on the mic. Right now, at this stage of his career, I don't think he needs a title. I don't think he needs a win over Miro. I mean, I think as long as he wins whatever next feud he moves on to, he's good. We definitely don't need to see him, like, losing every week. He's not at that level. But, yeah, I, I say Miro. Yeah, it... Miro's the the guy you want to keep pushing. Yeah. I think the whole Eddie Kingston thing is just another thing where it's like another tough guy to just put on his resume. Mm-hmm. And I th- I say Eddie passes out in the game over, or whatever he wants to call that. Unless he taps, either or. But, you know, maybe he will, but I think he'll tap. Because he's tapped not. before. It's mm. not like it's a new thing. It's true. Like he's he's tapped to Cody. Like you could if you get a tap to Cody, you tell me you can't tap to Miro, who to me is like you know the stronger guy. True, true, true. And okay. plus, you want to protect that that finisher. You want to keep the game over strong, unless you're trying to do a rematch. Unless it's trying you're trying to get another match out of it with a pass out. So you could be right about that. I don't know. Hmm. I okay, so I could I could definitely see that where like if he taps out this time, maybe there's some outside shenanigans. Maybe the ref doesn't see a foreign object used or whatever, and he he taps out due to being weakened by whatever the foreign object was. And later on, you know, it's sort of a like it's it's more of a grudge match. It's a little more heated, but it's also more one sided on Miro's side because he's pissed off that. Uh, Kingston would have the balls to come after him again to basically ask for another beating. And Miro makes him pass out and holds on to the hold afterwards. I I just think Miro elevates uh, the TNT championship. Mm -hmm. And unless their plan is just to get... They want to give it to a heel off of Kingston, then the the right move is to keep it on Miro. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of championships, next on the list here is the steel cage match for the tag team championships. The Bucks defending against the Lucha Bros. It's going to be the Young Bucks, man. It's going to be the Bucks. They're just going to be the tag team champions for a thousand years. I hate it. Yeah, me too, and I think that's the point. It is. Like, Lucha Bros are great, but I think you want a tag team that you want to, like, you know, really elevate. Like, they don't need help. Yeah, and I also, I like the fluidity that literally anytime they want, the um, the Lucha Bros, it could be, it can be in a singles match. Right. Like, the Bucks in a singles match aren't nearly as impactful as the Bucks together, whereas either Penta or Phoenix are spectacular in singles matches and together. True. You speak 
the true true the true true i try to speak the true true speaking of the true true we got the true true dmd dr Britt baker defending her women's championship against the true true alien allegedly chris statlander look i i, I think I think Chris Statlander should be the AEW Women's Champion, but unfortunately, it's not going to be uh, on Sunday, which kind of sucks. But here we are. Yeah. Britt Baker's, you know, she's over. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to keep the belt on her, keep it strong. You want, like I said, uh, you, you want to elevate this the championship. I'm not saying that Statlander doesn't, but like keeping it consistently on the same. Uh, champion is always good. Yep. Uh, Britt is essentially the face of the women's division right now. She's the most consistent, both in the ring and on the mic. Yeah, and it's just gonna be cheat. That's that's where the shenanigans are really gonna come in. Like I, 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 I I'm always a little shaky on shenanigans because I really hope it's not gonna be one of those things. Was like every match has a almost every other match has a screwy thing, but Jamie Hayter's getting involved in this. Yes, definitely, and probably Rebel too. Yeah, but I think Rebel is gonna be like, oh, this one again, and it's like you should, the buffoon that she plays. You know, it's going to fail at it, but Mm -hmm. Jamie's going to be the one that gets it done. All right. I like it. A little change in dynamic. Cool, cool. Uh, Next, the draw. This is why I'm. This is part of why I'm buying the pay per view. CM Punk beating Darby Allen. Because CM Punk is just not going to lose to Darby Allen. I really think that Daddy Garcia guy is going to get involved in this. Could be. Honestly, like I the red death. I got two answers. Punk's going to Punk's going to win, mm-hmm. but I I don't know if it's going to be a clear-cut thing cuz it's kind of weird because Darby Allen's over you know and CM Punk is of course over. Like who does this help, you know? And Punk's not going to lay down. Uh, for Darby Allen. All right, so he's not gonna lay down. That's what I'm right, saying. Like, right, right. Yeah. I agree with that. So let's say 2.0 and Danny Garcia, they cause some shenanigans during the match. Six of one, half dozen the other. Doesn't matter what the actual finish is, but that leads to Punk and Darby and Sting versus that trio. Okay. As long as it doesn't result in CM Punk wrestling Sting. Yes. As long as it doesn't... I mean, I wish it didn't result in Sting wrestling at all, but... Oh, yeah, you can't be faulted for that. Yeah, but if you're doing three-on-three, and Garcia is already associated with this 2.0 crew, Mm -hmm. which apparently the word point is written out, it's two, the word point... And then a zero that they say, oh. It's like, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, tell, tell me why that's your tag team name. If you're going to have a stupid tag team name like that, tell me why. I hope it's just not on purpose. I hope it's like a branding thing or we just can't think. It's like, I, I saw a thing and I don't know if it's true or not. Like it was a rumor thing that you could probably debunk right away. But that Tony Khan says that no one in AEW, including CM Punk, has creative control. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. 
you know, it might be something you say so you don't get your ass kicked. I don't know, but <laughs> um, I don't he, know. He probably means contractually no one is entitled to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Like like he, uh, like Bischoff was given Hogan and Hall and Nash in WCW. Right. But a lot of the stuff is... So we know that the promos are not scripted, that the promos are their own. We also know that the talent goes to Tony Khan and says, I have this idea. We know mm-hmm. that ultimately Tony can say, no, you're doing this. It seems like stuff is, you know, a lot of stuff that gets suggested ends up happening. Maybe stuff is tweaked. I don't know. Wasn't Malachi Black supposed to have a match? Uh, look, honestly, you would know more than me. Uh, I don't know. He's feuding with the Nightmare family. He's going to have a match against Dustin next week, as we just found out this week on Rampage. Um, I guess not. I guess they're saving the rematch between, or I, the match? Was there, was there a match already? Malachi Black versus, yeah, the, the rematch. I guess they're saving the rematch for the next pay-per-view, whatever is after All Out. Cody's filming his uh, roads to the top or whatever the hell it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's so much self gratification on that. It should be on P Hub if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> High five. Very nice. It's like oh, I, I didn't know he was that flexible. Right. Hey now. Might be a different site, but six of one, half a dozen of the other, right? Yay. <laughs> Speaking of that kind of thing, Kenny Omega versus Christian, the AEW World Title. Kenny, <laughs> it, it, it's Kenny. I I hate him less, and he's gonna win because Christian already got the Impact World Title from him. So yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Yeah, they let Christian beat this guy. They let Christian pin their best guy. They're not doing it again. It's, like, it's just poor form. Exactly. It's like Kenny was bored of Impact. So he's like, eh, I don't need this anymore. Don, you don't work there anymore, right? No? All right. You, you get out of this belt. I only accept Hangman beating Kenny Omega. Anything else, I, I can't. I don't care. You know, like, it's it's a, to me, everybody else is filler slash holding pattern. Yeah, right you now know, that right now that's the only storyline. Like everybody wants that. Like even the casual AEW because AEW watcher, which is me, mm-hmm. like that I like that if you were to if you were to ask me what is what's the longest running storyline that you that you care about and I would say the saga that is Hangman and Kenny Omega. Yup. Um yeah, so that's definitely we're in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Cool, 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 cool. So there you go. That's the AEW pay-per-view for this weekend. All out live. That's a from... first. Yeah. This is the first on the Basement Booker's podcast. It's about an hour and 19 minutes or so. I only say or so because I don't know how I'm doing in editing. Mm-hmm. And it's 
it's AEW right off the gate. That's impressive. That's CM Punk. It's the AEW episode. It is. It's impressive. Like, I'm... Look at that. CM Punk is so over that he got the Basement Booker's podcast to go like 80% AEW, I feel. Like I said, he he's getting me to give them my money. So Yeah, definitely you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shall we discuss the E? Anything? Uh, I, I, I've never tried ecstasy before. <laughs> I don't know if I want to try it with a man, you know? And no, the wife I, is straight edge, so I don't know. Well, I mean... Speaking of straight edge... Hold on, no, if, if you're going to do that, I feel like as long as she, she doesn't object to you trying it, I feel like she would be a good judge uh, as to how it affected you. Whether hey now, it, whether, science. Whether it enhanced your performance or diminished your performance or if it's all of a sudden, I don't know, so just something completely different. Uh, speaking of straight edge, I didn't want to lose this. Right. But uh, the clip going around on the internet, uh, I guess a fan so drunk at AEW forgot that CM Punk was straight edge. I saw and that. And offered him a drink. I saw that. It's like part of me is like, you shot your shot, man. You might have been the one. Mm-hmm. And the other part was like, I cringed. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like the whole, like that whole interaction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. I, 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 I bet that dude was so drunk. He's, he's to the level of like, like we've all been there. When the next day you're like, oh, f- fuck. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. But you gone viral, kid. Yup. And who knows? That might have been the plan. So good on you or not. I feel like the man when he, straight at. She's made his choice. I feel like when he jumps into the crowd like that, he aims for people he already knows. Ah, well, that guy doesn't know punk that well. That guy does. I think that he might have rest... been like collateral damage, yeah. so to speak. Like the friend of a friend. Yeah. Or just a drunk asshole there. Like, you know, we couldn't get the whole role for your friends. Yeah. But also, the balls on that guy in this era of existence to do that. Mm -hmm. He must think he's got, like, these super genes or something. I don't know. I I mean, the Cove still exists. I'm just saying. It's true. I mean, well, so I know for the next pay-per-view, I don't remember. I saw the name, but I don't remember it. Um... AEW is requesting that all fans show proof of vaccination. I think that is probably more likely the venue saying it because I I feel like it's if New they York, were... dude. It's the New York thing. It's a New York venue. It's oh, the okay. Queens one. One hundred percent. You know that we got that draconian thing going there's on a, here. There's, there's a pay per view in Queens. Yeah, Arthur Ashe Stadium. I thought that was just a uh, oh dynamite. Sorry. Yeah, it's a dynamite, but you know they're doing that. Okay. So I think it depends on the jurisdiction you're in. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not AEW asking. AEW isn't the it's one not. mandating it's, it. It's the it's where you go. It's where you go. They got to go by what the regulations are. Yeah. So you, you definitely don't want to be drinking from someone's cup because that's how my wife got it. Yeah. So, and I wasn't even suggesting drinking from the cup. Just, you know, you, you don't know who has what. The person might not know they have it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I'm not going into any science. We're not talking about that stuff. I'm just saying, like, well, that's pretty ballsy. Yeah, but not to like, like, not to, dwell, not to dwell on it. But I think like that's what's the worst thing about the Delta variant now, that because now I feel like people like me and you even that got the vaccine shot ourselves in the foot because it's like, oh, with the vaccine, you're probably you're you're you might not even show symptoms. It's like, well, that's even worse. Yeah, that's why I wish I I just waited, you know. I waited as long as I could Mm -hmm. because I believed the lie that I'd be able to go back to normal life. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I I think it would make sense. Obviously, they shouldn't mandate it because, like, let's see. My body, my choice. How about that? Right. Exactly. Because now that's coming back or not. Maybe they're not saying it anymore because, you know. (laughs) Well, well, Texas. Yeah. And that's separate. And that is separate. As but, two men who will never have kids, mm-hmm. we will not speak on this. We will do it off air, though. <laughs> right. But regard, like regarding the the vaccine now, like for anyone vaccinated, I feel like it's the responsible thing of anyone that is vaccinated that goes out in public regularly, like like me for work, even though like this month I'm off almost all month. Um, I think they should get tested once a week. I I was planning on doing that. I didn't have a chance to go this week, but I have time this this coming week. I think, you know, because we can have it and not show symptoms more so than before the vaccine was out. I think that's an important thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Now, will it, will it move the needle? I don't know, but whatever. Again, yeah. No, don't mandate it, but good idea. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't believe in mandates at all. Like, that's not what this country is. Yeah. And it's not what it should be. And you you shouldn't give an inch because then you have Australia, you know. What's Australia doing? Australia has been, you know, locking people down, arresting people. and what, They're still in lockdowns and whatever over, like, these few cases. Like, they were trying for zero COVID. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to come up. They're coming up with something that's kind of like a, a social score kind of thing for We'll talk about that later, but right. we got to talk. We got we got WWE stuff. We can't avoid it. I, I had to bring up the Punk thing because I didn't want to forget about that. Uh, we'll just try to just hit on highlights because doing this whole uh, wait, what happened here? Blah blah blah. It's just it's not interesting. Yeah. So um, we know. Go ahead. We know Nia Botch is prone to botch, but apparently that's the big news. Yeah. Word on the net is that. Her and there was some sort of miscue. Her and Charlotte actually got into it on screen. They worked their shit out, and then they they got the plan finish. Yep. Crazy. Like yeah, there was. Remember that clip I sent you a messenger? Yeah. <laughs> was that was that the one where like Charlotte kind of like walked up into the Samoan drop or the fireman's carry? No, this is the clip where Nia Jax is sitting on the floor and Charlotte Flair is like shaking her booty in her face. Oh, that. Yeah, that, that was, was hilarious. But there's a bit where they're hitting each other and it looks like that's the shoot part. Mm-hmm. And Nia Jax is like, don't, you know, and then Charlotte just does it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, there was a bit where like like a Samoa dro- Samoan drop where it looks like she was just trying to do it to her. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was strange. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I um, feel like yeah, I, I feel like Nye is the type that that would say, "Listen, don't fuck with me because look at me, I will really hurt you." And Charlotte's the type that's like, "I don't care if you really hurt me, I'm still gonna hurt you." Yeah, but also Charlotte's a professional. We need to keep this going. Yep. Like, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. And I really think, like, I don't know if they'll use this, but maybe they will. But look, Nia Jax is going to beat Charlotte Flair for the belt because they're trying to inflate the numbers and they look like they're trying to push Nia Jax as a monster. Because if you remember Raw, she beat up Nikki Ash, Mm -hmm. who was just recently the Raw Women's Champion, and she beat up Rhea Ripley. Yep. Who is recently the Raw Women's Champion. So it stands to reason. And she beat Charlotte Flair. Mm. So all three of the participants from the triple threat match at SummerSlam. And this just. I don't think Charlotte Flair. Unless something changes. And I think it should. Because look. If Nia Jax was anyone else. She would not be there anymore. Mm. I really think it's that nepotism. You know. It's the bloodline. Yeah, she's... If she wasn't related to The Rock, she probably wouldn't be there. Probably after the man thing. Even though that kind of helped Becky. But still, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. But I I just think that's the case. I just hope she just doesn't hurt anyone, you know? Regarding her breaking Becky's face, I feel like instantly Vince saw money in that. That was when Becky really exploded as the man. I think. Oh, she exploded, all right. Yeah, <laughs> not and I exploded her face a little bit. I but I think um, Vince saw the potential there, seeing just how tough Becky was, and that image of Becky in the stands, basically saying, "Yeah, come on, bitch, I'm 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 ready for you," even though she wasn't able to compete at that that weekend's pay per view. Because that was leading into a pay-per-view. She, was, she wasn't clear because of the broken nose. I think cheekbone also. I know. Um, it worked out because who knows what, what we would have had at WrestleMania. Right. It would have just been Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Exactly. And proof that this was big is because I remember this much detail about it. Without, yeah. without looking it up, without prepping myself with this. Exactly. And as much as we love the past, let's move forward. Right, so that was a segue. Yeah. It was, so they got into it, and I think you're right. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try and push Nia as definitely the next big monster. I think Charlotte's probably gonna defend against her once uh, successfully. Maybe it might be uh, some kind of screwy finish, but the Nia's gonna get a rematch and she's gonna win the title. As far as what's happening with Nia and Shayna, the tag team, I don't have any idea. It, there's a rift. I think on either Monday or something, she's going to beat the fuck out of her, Nia Jax. Mm. I think she's going to turn on her. Um, Saying Shane has been holding her back? I don't know. Maybe. But it, it you can see what's the shift. You can see it. It's mm-hmm. plain as day. They make it obvious this time. Uh, but I disagree. I think at Extreme Rules, I think it's going to be an Extreme Rules match. And I think Charlotte's going to lose. Well, there's time between now and Extreme Rules. Like, th- there could be a match. Isn't Extreme women. Rules the next pay-per-view? It is, but it's But not. why take the belt off of her on a Raw, though? I'm saying don't. Again, what I'm saying is Charlotte will retain against Nia the first time they face each other. And there's probably going to be like a post-match beatdown or whatever so that Nia can really show her dominance. And then the rematch will be at Extreme Rules. Okay. 
But, you know, Vince has been tearing up raw scripts a lot lately. So, who even knows? We yeah. there was was this was this past week's raw that there was a uh, Extreme Rules is on the 26th. So this time That's 3 weeks. So, I think it was um all the matches that were advertised for this past week's raw did not happen. Yeah. Morrison wound up not wrestling the Miz. He wrestled Omos and Miz wasn't even s- there. So I, that's yeah. part of why that was changed. I know, but uh I heard a rumor that Miz might be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars on ABC. I saw that. Um but I don't know if that's related to that. But I I really think if they if the point is to make Morrison look like a bigger idiot, then mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. You don't. You just don't do those things. No. Why would you do that? There's no point in doing that. If you want to give Omos a match, just say, "Look, this match was made, and I got to do what I got to do." Mm-hmm. Like you, you do this on purpose because your acting coach told you to act tall or some stupid shit like that. <laughs> Um, this is where the salt comes in. Whatever I talk about Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Speaking speaking of stupid stuff on, on Raw, like, why would Dewdrop attack Eva Marie before their match, knowing Eva has a history of saying, oh, oh, look, I have a hangnail. I can't compete. I think it was that she just wanted to beat the fuck out of her because last week she attacked her with one of those big, like, you know, moving things for, like, equipment and stuff. Yeah, probably, but let's get the match. Let's just do the match. No, I think the point of that is to have the actual match, like, where it matters. I don't know if it's about that. I don't think so. Pre-show, maybe. But, you know, to draw it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like this, it's like, and look, I hate to say this. Look, maybe she, maybe even Marie just can't wrestle a match. Because she's just been in tag team matches. Or, like, I think she wrestled Alexa Bliss. And that's, like, easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just think, like, Ed, Dewdrop's a really great... Re- Piper Niven's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if you want to have her with a dance partner like that. That doesn't highlight her strengths. Unless all Eva has to do is sell. Even still? Yeah, even still, it's like... No. I don't know what the plan is with this, but unless she's just going to have another client or whatever, because she can't beat Dewdrop. Yeah, it's not believable in any universe. Nope. And I'm really happy that uh, Vince tore up that script because if if Alexa Bliss was in that script, then God bless him. Long may he reign. Well, the speculation Vince that been she mad for a thousand years. The speculation that she wasn't at Raw either. Good. Let her stay home for a little bit and just come back like nothing ever happened. No mm-hmm. playground, no like fantasies for creepy weirdos. Let's just, no, that's enough. I'm tired. I've had it. I'm so glad that it's Nia Jax and not Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I. Look, I don't know anything else. Uh, I think they talked to. Did they talk to Goldberg on Raw? I think that was a pre. That was pre-taped. I hate when they do tag team champions versus the WWE champion and another guy. Mm-hmm. You know that I didn't care for. 
Um, what about what about Oldberg Taker? Coming what for you... your soul. Oh yeah, that was weird. It's weird. It's like that's not your thing. But he might cost him the championship. You know, he Let... doesn't want it, but he might some he might cost him it. Listen, Lashley. You 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 hurt my kid that I then had to choke out. Well, you had to teach him a lesson. And good on Goldberg for that. Yeah, fine, but uh, can can we not have Look, Goldberg anymore? Please. Look, let's switch gears. Switch gears. I don't I don't think I have anything else to really say about Raw. Is the demon coming back? Do you think it's the demon? Because at the end of SmackDown, mm-hmm. For a brief second, there was the heartbeat thing. Yep, and which the lights. we know, the heartbeat and the lights. Mm-hmm. And if you watch SmackDown closely, after the heartbeat, Finn's hand dropped to the mat, like he's laying down. And if you look at him, it falls to the mat after the heartbeat thing. Hmm. It's very interesting. I didn't notice that. You got to check it out. I, I I think I was too busy noticing that Heyman acted like nothing happened. Roman reacted. Heyman yeah. Didn't. I get, what you think it's mind games from Brock? Like why? No, you know what? I think, I think the reason why Heyman didn't react to that at all is because he has other shit on his mind, like Brock. Oh, got you. Which yeah, it's, it's interesting that Vince is gonna want to bring the demon back when he wasn't. He didn't seem like he was really a fan of the demon in the first place. Yeah, I. I don't think I don't think that if they do bring him back, it's not a good sign because he's going to lose. He'll just lose and it's just another another victim for Roman. It's just to show how big he is because he beat the shit out of the fiend. That's a that's a quote supernatural character and let's not forget what he did to the undertaker. Mhm. You know, and Look, let's face it. The demon doesn't have a good track record against Samoa's name Joe. True. It's just that simple. I think ultimately the fiend, not the fiend. I think ultimately the demon is a red herring. I'm not saying that we're not going to get the demon versus Roman, but I think that match is not going to end in a normal pinfall. I think Brock's going to interfere, and that match will get thrown out, and then it'll just be Roman versus Brock. And oh, hey Finn, how you doing? That's it. Or maybe triple threat later on. And by the way, the prince is not supposed to be able to turn to the demon. That was like old Finn. So this and this the prince is sort of new gimmick. So honestly, I think think this guy speaks for himself. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just had to say that. I was just gonna say that's why I think that the demon is a red herring. I hope it is because I just think if you do or not, that just neuters the Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be why Vince is not a too big of a fan of that, because like to me, logistically, it doesn't make any sense. If you can't lose in that form, it's not like you're a super saiyan and it burns too much freaking energy and you can't hold the form. You're wearing body paint. <clears throat> you know, it's mm-hmm. not like taxing. It's not a werewolf transformation. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need a full moon or whatever. It's like if the, if you're unbeatable, unless you're against a Samoan named Joe, then just do that all the time. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. 
Superman's not hanging out as Clark Kent sometimes, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it just makes the Prince character see, oh, hold on a second. I'm sorry, dude. Mm. Can you get that? Hello? Coming out. The, we order Chinese and Seamless calls my phone. Mm, I hate so that. So that's that's how the that's how the sausage gets made, Book of Verse. <laughs> um, I'm sorry about that. That's staying in just show how real we are because the guy at the beginning says that this podcast is rated R for realness. And in realness, shit happens. Yeah, and I have a default ringtone. No, no, no Brock Lesnar ringtone here. <laughs> um, I guess it's only when Brock calls, so Re- that's weird. Real quick, I reminded myself one other thing about Raw. Damien yeah. Priest over Drew McIntyre, huh? Drew McIntyre broke his sword backstage. Did he? Did you catch that? No. Like it, what he's hitting it into the ground, and you could hear like a chip or something. You hear something. Was that this week? I thought that was last week. I think this was this week. Or maybe it was last week and we forgot to I don't know. I don't know. Either way. It's a fake yeah. sword. Was it was the sword there this week? Yeah. Look, so I, me- I, I remember it sound it sounded like metal clinking away. I do remember ki- hearing it. That's kind of a big deal though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a big deal because Drew McIntyre was a champion. Um and look, he did it clean. There was no weird stuff as far as I know. Yeah, it was a triple threat, but you know. But still. Yeah. Uh, he hit, he, hit the he took the pin. Yeah, and then the handshake. That's that's the that's the torch, kind of. It's a little soon to that, though. I, look, I just think it's time. I'm, I'm. Look, I know everybody's a fan of Drew. I'm a fan of Drew, but it's time for the return of the Scottish psychopath. The Scottish warrior shit is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'll bring the jacket back, the spikes, that straight up anger, bro. I am here for it. The hair in front of the face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do that, and let's get a monster run going for that. I yeah. wonder if that's the plan, to have him feud with Priest. You know, if Lashley retains against Goldberg, which, yes, he should, then absolutely, because since, since Drew can't face Lashley for the, for the title, as long as he has it, absolutely. Turn him heel. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, man. They don't even really have to turn him heel. He could just be the Scottish psychopath. Yeah. Just no more lame stories and hamming it up for the crowd. Yeah. Like, just, like no interviews, really. Like if, no if more countdown interview, for the Claymore. Be, if he's going to do an, emor, an, an interview, just be there, just stand there seething and walk off. Oh, you could do an interview. But, like, say the most vicious and vile things that you're going to do to this person. Mm-hmm. Talk about how cartilage and bone, you know, like just get real visceral with it. Yep. Just go all in. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, just I can't even try to do it. Like, I just think that's the that that's what should be going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like some people like the sound of bacon crackling. I prefer the sound of bones crackling. Yeah. I'm not here to tell stories. I'm here to break bones or whatever. Yeah. So I'll grind his bones to make me bread. I don't know. So I know you want to move on to SmackDown because there's nothing else good to talk about on Raw. 
and we did. And then we went back because you we didn't want to miss a thing, which yeah. is important. Yeah, because because I I felt that was important because that was kind of big. Um, Becky tried to heal it up, but then she, but she was also playing to the crowd, which wasn't working. Yeah, yeah, man, like, and <laughs> I feel like and and I, and I hate to say it, I know I know you're a huge fan of Becky. I like Becky a lot too, but I feel like if she ends up not getting over as a heel during this run, that's on her right now because she's still playing to the crowd like she's a face. Look, I think they're just going to turn um Bianca? Bianca, yeah. They might have to. They might have to, man. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if they should do that. I think it would be okay if it's face face. Yeah, but yeah, because she can't do it. It's not her fault. But look, she's. It's not that she can't. It's just that the people don't want to. But if she's playing up to them, the way I, she was, yeah. Like, but I think she's trying to. But they cheer her and stuff. Like, how much did she have to do? Like, she won't take the match. She doesn't want to wrestle her. You know, and I think we're gonna see it on Friday. Here's, I think Friday is where we're going to see it because she was pissed. Here's the ball that was dropped. Here, here, here's the ball that Becky dropped. She should have cracked Sonya Deville in the face. Yeah. She, she, she said, you know, I came, I came back. I won, I won title. I came back to SmackDown last week, and no one chanted, "You deserve it." That I was she said that. That yeah, she said that. And that was her trying to be heel. They started chanting, "You deserve it." What was her response? She shrugged. She, she smiled at the crowd. No. You should have followed up with, oh, yeah, now now you do it, you bunch of sheep. That's how you heal it up. Yeah, but that almost feels like desperation. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you're fat. Look at all of you guys, you fatties. Well, yeah. Look but here, fat. <laughs> it, it, it's fine to try too hard when what you're doing isn't working. You obviously need to try something else. I actually got an easier one. Go for it. Well... If you notice, every time she comes in, her stomach is showing. So you could just go a little bit old school. You know, I came back here and you guys are chant. You know, you deserved it. You know, look how easy it was for me to get back and fight in shape. Of course, some of you could use a little bit of that. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. there you go. Boom. Yeah, it, it's easy, but... She, I, I, I wonder if they're scripting her a little. I and think she's, she's trying to be a Conor McGregor heel. And she's going off script a little bit, but not quite enough. Or, I don't know, I, I guess maybe she's just not a natural heel. I think she's going for heel as in like Conor McGregor is a heel. You know? She might have to do a little bit more, and I think Friday we're going to see it. I'll, I if, think if, Friday. I think she'll learn from what happened, and let's on Friday at the Garden. If she if she throws a chair through the window of the production truck, then yeah, we'll know for sure. It's New we'll York, baby. Like if you can't do it in New York, then sorry. But mm -hmm. then again, it's New York. We'll probably cheer for her. So we'll see. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. When? Because that initial turn when when she like turned on Charlotte, that was supposed to be a heel turn, and we popped for it. Because it was yeah. great because fuck Charlotte at that time. Exactly. We wanted her to win. And 
I don't know if you remember, but Belair got booed a little bit. I don't know if it was because of what she said and they were booing what she was referring to, but there was some of that. It was a little bit mixed for her. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I just don't remember what it was in response to. Yeah, I couldn't tell you, and I did watch it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, no. Nothing yeah, really. Yeah, usually when you got to do that, you know. The, look, if you're not if you're going to have Tony Storm on TV, put her in a match. Yeah, why why is it sort of a a love interest kind of thing? Why can't you just have Tony Storm wrestle because she's a good wrestler? Why don't you yeah. just have Dolph wrestle cuz he's a good wrestler? Yeah, just be like, "Look, you're not my type," you know, yeah. and just whatever, like or just wrestle. It's like, I don't I I just don't get it. Like that's so like, you want to have her on TV, then let her do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I would love her on TV every week, but let her wrestle. Yeah, for sure. Like, she's not eye candy like Eva, like Eva Marie. She's Or Carmella. Carmella's gotten better in the ring. She's Oh, she's gotten better. I'm just talking about the eye candy thing. Oh, th- what about... Because, like, they showed her just to do that one little bit and for Liv Morgan to roll her eyes. It's like, yeah, women's evolution... Well, that, nice. well, well, that that's just a reminder that that feud is ongoing, and they didn't want to devote real time to it. I got a question. Yes. How many women's matches on Friday? Uh, offhand. Yeah. Were there? Was there one? Let me see. That's what I'm asking because uh, I don't think there were. I think you only just saw them backstage. You saw Naomi. You saw Liv Morgan. You saw Carmella, and you saw Tony Storm all backstage. In little throwaway segments, and again, Sonya Deville disrespecting Naomi, which I guess she's going to be her first match back. Yeah, yeah, no women's matches on Friday. Interesting that Twitter's quiet about that. They usually, you know, start a ruckus. Hashtag give women a chance. Yeah, oh, it's like, oh, we did it, guys. We gave you, like, a couple (laughs) seconds of them on screen. Enjoy it! Yeah, that's not a good look. Mm -hmm. Especially... The segments that they were in. Yeah. Like, Naomi, a former SmackDown Women's Champion, just got flat out disrespected. And then the other two, like, a love interest segment and a, oh, look at me, I'm hot segment. This is why I'm hot. And then Liv Morgan's like, I can't believe this. Oh, my God. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Look, I, I want to say one thing. Uh, of course, we already talked about, you know, what happened with Balor. You, you know, no one, knew, no one thought he was going to win. Um, I wanted to bring up just one thing about NXT, and then uh, I think we should do a go home because this this episode has been pretty cool. Just real quick, I want to throw out there: I love the low blow kickout that Roman does. That is probably like his best unofficial finishing move. Yep, I think it's mm-hmm. like clever kickout, low blow, Superman punch, uh, spear. That's mm-hmm. the move. Um, so that's good that you mentioned that. That's very good. And I'm Last a little surprised you don't want to talk about Logan Paul. Uh, I don't because I can smell Chinese food and she's probably starving. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't want to see a match of Logan Paul, uh, versus Kevin Owens. I think it might be Logan Paul teaming with Corbin versus Kevin Owens and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I would love it to be Sami Zayn. Hmm. After what fun. happened with that whole Logan Paul thing from before. Um, 
I wanted to give a quick shout out to my man Ilya Dragunov for still selling. Unlike Kyle O'Reilly, who wrestled a match on that same show, still selling his match against Walter. And Ilya and Walter had a regular, awesome match. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly wrestled in a cage, a no-holes-bar match, and a regular match, and he's all good. Mm-hmm. That I couldn't stand. But Ilya, like, still limping and all that, that's a fucking professional wrestler. Yep. That's that's really what I wanted to say about that. And uh, September 14th is the date. Uh, the official, uh, it's the wedding of the year. It's Index is happening. The nuptials, you know, and uh- we're invited probably. Can't wait. But uh, just to, to your point about uh, Ilya Dragunov, the British wrestling scene, the European wrestling scene in general, but more specifically, generally, the British wrestling scene, they're very old school with that, that, like, you sell. You I think we sell. need more of that. I think we need more of that. I think depending on the match you have, like, I don't want to hear, oh, look how tough he is. He's able to, okay, then that was bullshit, that match then. Yeah. You built this match as this ridiculous, like, oh, my God, a career can end. And then you got homeboy wrestling on Monday Night Raw right after. And he's just good to go. Yeah, he's just good to go. Kyle was taped up, but it wasn't as... It wasn't enough, man. He beat this guy. Yeah. You know, he tapped this guy. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what? Honestly, no disrespect to my man, the ex stripper over there, but... He, it was no, it wasn't even fair. It wasn't even like it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was the no chance in hell kind of thing. It's like, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. And I'm, he, I, I like Kyle O'Reilly. I just don't think that the move should have been for him to wrestle. Mm-hmm. He should have also been selling. Yeah, I agree. All righty. So with Do all that, that yeah. With all that being said, you go enjoy your Chinese food. We are going to say bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Basic Bookers Podcast. If you want to email us, you can do so. Basic at gmail.com. We can interact on all forms of social media, including our Facebook page, Basin Bookers, uh, Twitter, at Basin Bookers, at Basin Majer, at Rich the Riz. Um, I already said that. Oh, Instagram, Basin Bookers Pod. And, of course, as far as finding this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever, you get your podcasts, and Jay's got one party message before he stuffs an egg roll in his face. I got two party messages. The first one is the match of life is scheduled for one fall. One fall. So make it count. Mm-hmm. Do what the man says and follow the bookers. And I just want to say that that's very important. Just talk to somebody. Don't before you tap, you know, just try to hold out. And this was that I wasn't really going to say that, but because I I figured it might as well have to say that because the whole one fall thing is kind of, you know, apropos. I want to say that we might we might have extra content. We might be doing an AEW companion. So what we'll do is we'll probably just like get, you know, because we're good. I'm going to watch it with Rich, but we might have us on it. I'm not sure how we'll work that out. And then you could probably like, you know, we'll sync it up. We'll be like, okay, we're at this. And then, you know, maybe you can, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Check our social media for more details. 
Uh, exactly. All right, guys, take it easy. It's on it. I'm not sure how we'll work that out. And then you could probably like, you know, we'll sync it up. We'll be like, okay, we're at this. And then, you know, maybe you can, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Check our social media for more details. Uh, exactly. All right, guys, take it easy.